I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. One, two, clink. the bat we have sydney here with some inspiring content some positive outlook i like people but it's just so forced like the only greeting there is is hi you know hey hey hola instead i just start talking hola como estas let's just get right into it right now you guys yeah i'm just kidding it is finally getting colder here in new york city which is very exciting fall is coming upon us i'm gonna stop sweating my ass off see i like this time of year because I can still dress with my tits out. I just put a jacket over it and voila. And there you go. I'm seasonal. And Season there you appropriate. Go. Yes. That is the way to think about it for sure. I love fall. I think fall is the best season in New York. I think like the months of October till November. So both months <laughs> are like the sweet spot because in the end of November, even like in early November is when they start putting up the Christmas decorations in 
like Fifth Avenue, Central Park, whatever, which is really cute and fun and nice. And then they do the Christmas celebration at Rockefeller Center, which is Rockefeller. Really cool. Rock. Did <laughs> I say Rockefeller? You just pronounced every R in that word so hard. I say Rockefeller. Rockefeller. You said Rockefeller. I was really like, really did I? No, you. Those R's are proud. I'm proud of those R's. <laughs> um, but then the tree lighting's happening, which is really cool, and uh, and it's also not like freezing like it is in December or January or February even so it's just like a little brisk and I like that and then of course Halloween is in October and that's my favorite holiday I like because I don't sweat when I walk so my makeup looks cuter for longer and you know we love that but also it's fucking cuddle season do you know how depressing that is (sighs) yeah (laughs) I feel like I was made for cuddling it's like also it's annoying because the holidays are like 18 things you can do with your boyfriend this October you know like go to a haunted maze go to make haunted cocktails together you know like there are so many things to do as a couple this holiday season and I'm in a long distance relationship so like I always kind of see those things on TikTok and like online on blogs and stuff and I'm like okay this is depressing see I just do it with myself love it I'm also not into all the like not that I'm not into it I'm just too lazy to be like oh my god I'm gonna go skate in the park and go see a tree i just like i just am not into like the romanticization of it like it's for me it's like it's a tree it's and a everyone's tree. like <laughs> i'm like okay but like <laughs> it's just a big old tree with a lot of lights so taking up a lot of energy for why i'm definitely one of those people and so this christmas i will be dragging Cindy by her earlobes both of them not one both and taking her to bright park to go ice skating you're gonna see me like okay it's good we and Sarah went ice skating last winter. Yeah, it was last winter. And I don't know how to ice skate, obviously, because why would I know how to run on ice with blades on my feet? Unnatural. And I was like, yo, can I get the little penguin thing to move with? <laughs> and she was like, are you seven and under? I was like, I now I know you know damn well looking at me that I'm not seven and under. But um, so instead, I walked along the edge the entire time. We had, I think, 35 minutes to be on the ice, and I did one and a half laps. And there were little kids, by little, I mean four years old, running past me. Seven and under. Yes. <laughs> with their skates. And I was like, all right, I'm from Florida. Let's shut it up. And then there was this one couple. I hate them. I hate them. Who could skate just fine. They went around the rink probably like 16 times, and they knew how to skate just fine. And they looked at each other, and they were like, well, this is just what I imagined happening. And they were like, I want to go take a break and sit on the wall. To make and out. Sydney and I were on the wall the whole time. I don't have to be on the wall the whole time, but I'm also okay. not a good skater. I okay, fell. Okay, yeah, Sarah fell says that. She fell times. more than I did. <laughs> but I, yeah, no, exactly. But I'm also not as careful as you, so I could like skate off of the wall, but I should. That doesn't mean I should, because I definitely shouldn't. But anywho, so these couple was just kind of like chilling on the wall. Uh, knowing they could damn well skate perfectly fine and then Sydney was kind of inching along the wall and then we finally met them so it was kind of that awkward moment of like are we gonna have to skate around you or are you gonna just like get away and skate somewhere else knowing they could full well skate and they didn't move so I had to take Sydney making my blood boil because they're on the wall kissing and they look at me and they see my hand on the wall and I was like both hands you were struggling I looked at them like hmm and they turned their heads and I was like, oh, so you're going to make me struggle around you. You know what that's called? That's called being selfish. That's a Grinch move. <laughs> Grinch move. That's a bah humbug, Ebenezer Scrooge, Grinch. And I forgot bah humbug. I'm like, okay. I, I think it's a it very means. like old timey thing. Like, it sounds bah humbug. Like, why would yeah. you say that? Ever? And it'd be like just randomly saying it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't know what that means. But I don't know if it was a curse. It sounds like a little witchcrafty. But <laughs> I guess. That's a great, great story. It says that Bah Humbug 
is an exclamation that conveys curmudgeonly displeasure. <laughs> what does curmudgeonly mean? I've never heard that word in my life. Curmudgeon? I love that word. Curmudgeonly displeasure. You know what they could have said? What they really could have said? Mm-hmm. Bah humbug means you're a bitch. Like, I don't know why they had to put all those extra little words into it, but apparently it's used by Ebenezer Scrooge, which I also don't get the obsession with. In it's the just movie, a Grinch, but white. A Christmas Carol, or the play A Christmas Carol. That is an amazing play slash movie. Christmas Carol, I love that shit. Because it's like Christmas, happy, happy, joy, joy, but then it's like this musical is like, I will haunt you and you are actually an awful person. I mean, I'm one of those annoying people who like the entire month of October means Halloween. The entire month of November, I'm preparing to get extremely full at Thanksgiving. And then the entire month of December is just Santa Claus is coming to town month. And then January is nothingness. It's boyfriend season. I want sweaters, hot chocolate, and cuddles. That's all I want. I want like Christmas presents because my love language is gift giving. So. Okay, but let's, let's, you love to say this and it always kills me when you say that. She'll be like, yeah, someone got me a gift and I love that because my, my gift, my love language is gift giving. Girl, giving, not <laughs> gift receiving. Oh yeah, well I think it's also more like I know that like the way I express my love to other people is like gift giving. So when people do it for me, it's really nice because it's like, that's, it's nice to like get back what I give because especially with my boyfriend, I express my love in most cases by like treating him to dinner and like literally just getting him stuff because I feel like it and because I'm thinking about him and so when he does it for me it's like it's really nice even though I don't need it because you know he's just great but getting stuff is very it's nice I like it see like I like I gift give but not with gifts with acts of service Mm -hmm. well then that's that's a different love language yeah that's the love language acts of service tell me why I took that little love language quiz like two years ago Mm -hmm. and my love language was Oh yeah, I forgot. Wasn't it words of affirmation? It was words of affirmation because ah. I am, I am what they call insecure, insecure. <laughs> and then, um, then I retook it and I got acts of service. I was like, so what I'm hearing is that I'm insecure and simpy. That's a great combination to have, and that's why men love me and why I have a boyfriend. Or sarcasm right there. Or you're just wifey material and an awesome person. I'm wifey general. material for booty call price. I say that a lot. Not even booty call price. For free. I am giving the wife treatment for free. And that's my problem. That's my issue right there. No, I mean, you do that for everybody in your life. It's very I nice. do. Besides yes. myself. And it's annoying. Yes. Well, self-pity train right there. Also, guys, we went to the sushi today because <laughs> we go there five times a week, genuinely. And this one sushi restaurant, because it's like well-priced and the manager is beautiful. He's gorgeous. gorgeous. We love him really. We're like, <laughs> bye. And he's there every day. There yeah, every no, day. because you know how, like, Cindy and I talk to each other, we talk like this, right? Yeah. And then when we talk to this manager, nobody else, uh, do we ever do this with, like, oh my, goodbye, <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Literally. Our voice goes up three octaves. And I wave like a little girl, I'm like, hi. And suddenly we're angelic and we giggle. Like, we get, you know how my, I have this awful walrus laugh. Like, I literally go, hmm, bye, <laughs> bye. Bye. Have a great day. It was so nice to you. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> see you soon. Literally tomorrow. We went there yesterday. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they don't sell alcohol at this place. So we sit down and Sarah pulls an entire bottle of wine to her for herself out of her purse. And she was like, oh, they told me I can bring it. I was like, girl, you called ahead to see if you could bring wine. It's like 2 p.m. Also, the beautiful manager answered and he was like, are you and your friend going to get drunk today? And I was like, depends. Like, 
Okay, well, that's kind of a record for us to start the topic like that early. Yeah. Um, on our last episode, we were talking for, I think, 30 minutes yeah. before we started talking. Yeah. Um, so, this week, we're talking about jealousy. And, okay, I don't know why. Whenever I sing, the only thing I can sing is whoa. It fits. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Wait, speaking of which, sorry, just like a real, just kind of like, uh, for Halloween, Sydney and I have two costumes down. Please DM us if you have any other ideas. We're looking for friendship duos. So far, we have Maeve and Amy from Sex Education. Okay, that one has a fat asterisk because yeah. they don't have costumes. And two, but, I'm uh, not white. So if I wear jeans and a feather in my hair, they're going to be like, okay, what are you supposed to be, Willow Smith? And I'll be like, <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, so that, that one does have a giant pin in it. We're not quite sure about that one yet we still have to chat about that a fantastically <laughs> exactly. large pin yeah, like, we're probably not gonna end up doing it but it's okay it was an idea it was there she was shiny and then what we're definitely doing it's gonna be like the star of our two hollow weekends is princess and the frog Cindy's gonna be tiana and i'm gonna be uh lottie, lottie? i watched, I watched lottie. it last night <gasps> okay jealousy yeah um this is something i've definitely struggled with a lot recently Especially recently. <laughs> but it's funny because, and this is like such backwards thinking or like a backwards dichotomy or something, if that's even a thing. Because <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> I obviously didn't have um, my first boyfriend until senior year of high school because I was ugly. And I also went to an all-white school and I was black, so that's also a caveat. But I was my most confident during those years because I didn't feel the need to try to impress someone or change for someone. I was like the most authentic Sydney I'd have, I was had ever been. You know, like, I had no problem wearing this dress, wearing this, going out. Like, I didn't care what I looked like to the point where my parents were like, Sydney, please put some effort into your look. And I was like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but I was so confident because I had no else's perception to keep in mind and I was being me, doing me, whatever. No one's perception was, like, reflecting that. Yeah, like, I didn't have to. I think that's something that's so beautiful about being single or being alone is, like, you don't have to have someone else's, like, perception opinion thoughts in mind like I don't have to like get dressed and be like oh my god is he gonna like what I'm wearing like is he gonna like want a picture with it is he gonna look me all the stuff you know like it's so nice to be able to dress for myself and like not to care about what my boyfriend thinks or like have to like whatever you know it's very and true say it again for the people in the back please and so that's actually from a tiktok I saw earlier and I was like let me steal what she said um or like have to think about oh should I get home early so I can text him like stuff like that like I just so nice to be like just you you know for yourself but it wasn't until I started dating someone that like suddenly I was like shit now I don't impress myself and like stay true to myself in some degree but I also need to impress this boy or partner that I'm with but even on top of that I have to be so glamorous so pretty so like, I have to be this way and wear this and have my hair like this and have it be straight and all this stuff so that I can compare it to other girls and he won't leave me for those other girls. And when I tell you, it ruined me, like, having that thought in my head constantly, especially, like, when I moved to college and, like, I started my first boyfriend here because there was, like, so many girls around and, like, you're not going to school with the same person in the same classroom all day you, like, do in high school, you know? So that's, what, like, when my journey with jealousy like really got that was when I had my first boyfriend in college up until now yeah I completely see where you're coming from because I went to an all-girls high school so going from just like not really having to worry about how I looked even though but just the thing is is like 
I still did my makeup every day. Since sophomore year of high school to now, I've never, there has not been a day that has gone by where I haven't done my makeup. I commend you for that because it could not be. No, it couldn't. And it wasn't anybody. Sophomore year to senior year of high school, I was the only girl in my grade or in the whole school really, except for maybe like three other people who wore makeup ever. You know what I mean? Like nobody wore makeup except for me because it was an all girls school. So everyone was like, whatever. But then everybody still rolled their skirts. So I was like, do appearances really matter? Do they not? But that was me because I was so young and like, I didn't understand like, also, I had to go to rehearsal every day where boys would come, make it make sense, how I was like, oh, let me impress these theater boys, but it's okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm literally just, like, trying to make myself the best it can be. I did my hair every day, like, all of this stuff, very, like, on brand for me. But then I came to college, and I wouldn't even necessarily say it got worse for me, but it was just very different because I went from, like, not having to worry about men ever really to coming here and having to worry about them all the time you know what I mean because even like when I am with like whoever I am with in the relationship and like we're walking down the street or something like subconsciously like when I see him like check out another girl yeah you're like are you looking at that girl like even though you say you didn't and you were just looking that direction yeah you're definitely lying yeah it's like I don't even say anything to the point where like it's just like a little twing and it like that twing hits my insecurities and it's like I don't know because it's like even when you're with me like you're still looking to someone else but I have come to realize through lots and lots of breakups and pains is that number one the only person that I need to impress is myself because if I spend my time my effort my money into trying to impress someone else I will never be happy because that person's expectations are going to always change number one number two no one is you don't know who's going to be permanent in your life most likely who we know now but aside from like a couple of people we won't even know or care about a year from now two years from now five years from now it's like why am i investing so much of my energy and my time my mental headspace mental health on trying to impress people who are one probably don't even care but two whose desires and likes and attractions are just going to keep evolving and changing and like I'm never gonna be happy if I spend my entire life trying to appease people because like first starts with your boyfriend then it's your friends then it's strangers then it's people on the internet and like you know it's just never gonna stop so I realized that like the only person whose qualifications matter are my own yeah and we're definitely not perfect I mean we still yeah. get jealous like every oh, yes. single every day. day all of the time I mean, be confident, but just also realize you're never going to be 100% confident in yourself and never feel insecure about anybody else ever again. That's not human. You know what I mean? But I think what makes it, though, is realizing that, oh, I could feel these negative thoughts toward this girl, but also like, or like this girl or this guy or like whoever, but also associating that with like, yeah, like this is just me being human. And I, I can also separate that from how I treat them, how... I actually feel I can separate my thoughts from my always, actions. Always, no matter what I do, it's always gonna be someone that's quote unquote prettier, quote yeah, unquote better, skinnier, more successful, quote richer, unquote thicker, quote unquote thicker. taller, quote unquote more whatever. More. But it's like the idea of what's fashionable, the idea of the perfect body, the idea of like what's a beauty standard literally changes every five years. So like what I might want to be now is in no way going to resemble what the quote unquote beauty standard is five years from now. Yeah. It's going to be exhausting trying to change my body, my shape, what I look like, my makeup, my hair to try and fit some abstract view of what's beautiful. Like I am not skinny. I'm not white. I'm not blonde. I don't have green eyes. I don't have abs. Like 
I ha- it has taken me so long to recognize it. Like, I will never be that. No matter how much makeup I put on, no matter how much I try and straighten my hair or like make it as close as possible, like, that's just never going to be me. And I think growing up in a school, like, I was one of the only, if not few girls that looked like me, that that's okay. Like, I'm never going to be what people consider to be, like, the standard of beauty. But, like, I'm me and no one else can say that, you know? So, like, finding confidence and solace in that and knowing, like, I can be unique, I can be different and still be necessarily beautiful. It took me so long to realize. And I still struggle with that daily. Like, mm-hmm. I am the most self-deprecating person I've ever met in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Everything I say that comes out of my mouth is like, Bleh, you know? <laughs> but, like, part of that's, like, a defense mechanism where it's, like, men can say whatever they want about me because I probably believe it myself, you know? Like, I'm not going to let some guy's opinion of me or, like, how I look make me feel lesser than, you know? Yeah, and especially on social media, it's, like, when I get comments poking at my appearance or being like, I can see your tummy through that shirt or yikes, though that shirt doesn't make your boobs look good, you know, like comments like that. It can really tear someone down, especially like Sydney and I were talking about this at the sushi place earlier, how like, you know, people love to tear people down on social media. But what Sydney says, Sydney like said it perfectly, that's not a reflection of yourself or that's not a reflection of your shirt how how that shirt makes your boobs look it's more of a reflection on that person and how they're feeling that day if they're feeling insecure and how they can't associate feeling insecure with like action and that's like 99.7 percent of my problem with social media is that everything's just how you look like yeah. if you fit some ideal of beauty you're gonna have a million followers everything like blah 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 over you or whatever it's not about how smart you are it's not about yeah, how funny you funny are except you know tiktok but yeah. like instagram but even tiktok if you're a pretty yeah. girl and you're skinny you're gonna have a million followers yeah and like it sucks to be on my free page all day where all i see is yeah. girls with like six packs six packs of blonde not hair and everyone's like not interested. you're not gorgeous interested. like obviously you're gorgeous i think like that's obviously like you're right but mm-hmm. it just sucks like never see someone looks like you reflected in that and not see like a really pretty black girl everyone being like oh my god you're gorgeous like blah 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 it's always the same type of person you know which is obviously fine I think that's why I don't really buy into influencer culture especially like on mm-hmm. Instagram like I'm not just gonna follow girls I think she's pretty like yeah. if you I think you add something to like my feed like if you're funny or like your style or like you give really good advice like I'll follow you for that but I'm not gonna follow you just to stare at you because like all it's gonna do is make me feel bad about myself every time I see you on my free page you know yeah right. so I just never subscribed to that I never really got it right from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. I feel like no matter what, obviously, number one, you have to realize that like social media is the most curated version of reality you'll ever see. Like, even if people don't edit their pictures, like, you're only seeing what they want you to see. A highlight reel. Literally. But, like, especially when it comes to, like, influencers and, like, these big people on TikTok, like, nine, mostly Instagram, though, like, 99% of what you see is extremely edited. And, like, it's so hard to tell yourself that, remind yourself that when you're comparing yourself. But I think just remember that, like, number one, like you can always find fault with yourself like that's just part of being like having self-esteem but just knowing that like what you are comparing yourself to isn't even the version of reality that's real is like nice to keep is nice to keep in mind Sydney and I were talking about this yesterday but there were there was a TikTok that came out a few days ago or something and it was this girl who called out Alex Cooper because she like bashed girls who were quote unquote bashes is what the girl said like bashed girls who edit their pictures on Instagram with Facetune and stuff like that because she her whole thing Alex's whole thing is like only edit your pimple if you have one or like smooth out your skin then just be done with it and move on and then with one of her recent pictures she really cropped her waist to look super tiny and she made a whole Alex made a whole podcast episode about getting called out on TikTok and all of that and stuff so I just thought it was really interesting because that's a lot of celebrities narrative you know what I mean celebrities narratives especially celebrities who fit a certain profile that is widely accepted on social media like they'll go on Jimmy Fallon and they'll be like don't edit your pictures love yourself body positivity confidence and then not only will they edit their pictures but easy for you to say Sorry, there's like an excess of saliva in my mouth right there, and it took me a long time to swallow it. (laughs) Did you Um, see that pill that's going viral where you take it, and it makes your mouth salivate so you can give better head? Yeah. Yeah, ill. (laughs) Yeah, all these like random pills people are taking on like the pink cat or whatever, like that's so un-FDA approved. Like there's no regulation whatsoever that or proof that even works to like what it does to your body, so don't take that. But... Along with what you were saying, it might be kind of a hot take, but, like, it's not that I have a problem with people editing their pictures. Not at all. Or, like, getting surgery because, like, hey, maybe that's their journey to – okay, that's a little eh, – it's not good to say that there's, like, a journey, <laughs> journey. to self. Like, I say journey to self, like, uh, love. But if you think about it, like, you're never going to love yourself if you continue to edit your, like, edit your face every time you post it, you know? Like, it might feel good in the moment, but it's, like – at some point, it has to click that, like, you are never going to look like that. You need to get surgery. Like, this sucks. Like, girls like Kylie and stuff like that, I love Kylie, that do have so much surgery, they still edit. So, like, they're never going to reach this, this, like, face-tuned version of you. I think the quicker people learn that, the easier, like, life becomes. 
but I don't have a problem people editing your pictures I mean I've edited before obviously but even like that and like plastic surgery lip filler stuff like that I don't have any problem with it because it's not my body and it's not my choice my issue lies when people lie about it are hypocritical especially yeah. the people who lie about it and are hypocritical because like it. not only are you lying like obviously you don't owe anyone like or change my body but like if you're having uh influence and you have like a mass following of young impressionable girls and you're shaped like kylie and you have big beautiful lips and long hair and your butt's gigantic your waist is tiny you have great boobs and they're huge it's because you got it on dr miami's table you know like make that clear if you're gonna get it own up to it you know because you're setting an example for girls that feel like their body doesn't look right because it doesn't have an s curve on it you know so I feel like if some people are honest about it, then, like, what's the issue? But also, at some point, you got to realize there's, like, not enough surgery in the world or editing in the world is going to make you... Love yourself. Love yourself, you know? Like that song, that Beyonce song, where she's like, when you lie about yourself, when you're bad, whatever. I don't know. It's in the song Pretty Hurts. But I completely yeah, agree. And hurt. to further your point, this also might be a hot take. I think it's celebrities like Kylie Jenner responsibility to make that disclaimer not only make it but make it often yeah and not just be like when confronted about it i discussed this in a random ass interview with three views nine years ago no i think it's actually uh really really popular celebrities who get a lot of plastic surgery and who edit their pictures a lot majorly to make that disclaimer all the time be like yeah i did it and like that's just who i am you know that's i edited my picture and yeah. don't expect to look like this because this is facetune and it's an app yeah facetune and thirty thousand dollars yeah but kylie kills me though because i love kylie she's my favorite i love the she's my favorite kardashian dinner yeah. but baby's lips went from non-existent paper thin to literally voluptuous voluptuous it was like a lip bbl and she was like i i got no work done and everyone was like Girly, I don't think you understand that you're genuinely not fooling anyone. The question was not, did you get it? It was when you got it. Like, no one was ever wondering. But of course, when she goes public with that she got objections, she creates a billion-dollar empire. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, why can't like, – okay, why can't I do that? But, um, yeah, we were talking about jealousy. I think that's where a lot of it stems from is that, like, what turns – it goes from just being, like, a social media thing where, like, feeling uncomfortable seeing that – to comparing it to real life situations and being like, oh, like my boyfriend's liking these girls' pictures on Instagram. Like I'll never live up to that. Therefore, like he can't love me. That's a whole other conversation about men liking other girls' pictures. It's a whole other thing, <laughs> whole other conversation, episode, topic. But I know for me that like, obviously I had jealousy a lot when I was younger just because like I don't look like the kind of girls that like my boyfriends would date or like would find attractive or like even is the beauty standard. But I've come to realize that like, I can always find a girl prettier than me, skinnier than me, taller than me, thicker than me, like, whatever. But, like, if I just keep succumbing to that thought, then I'm never going to be happy. So what's the point, you know? Like, yeah. good for her. Sometimes. <laughs> Do you know that trend on social media right now that's, like, um, it's, like, that song, and most of the time it has text overlay, like, oh, when my man dumps me for a hot, sexy brunette, they're, like, oh, like, mm fine I'll let it slide. like yeah I understand I, I don't know what the sound is that would be really helpful if I like remember the sound so people could you know I feel like nine times in the time I'm on TikTok my volume's down so if I hear that purple in the sun if I hear that song one more time I'm gonna throw my <gasps> oh phone. I could be brown I could be blue yes I hate that, I song, hate so that song every time I hear it, I press on interesting I'm like how are you still coming up on my page yeah like I like to read the stories but the sounds are too much my favorite sound right now just to let you guys know no one that anyone asked 
was that little baby standing up. And it was like six months old standing up. Lil was like, what's your booty crack showing? Have you seen that video? No, I haven't. It's Did you send it to me? So I sent it to you like a million times. Yeah, oh. I sent Sarah so many TikToks and I shouldn't watch them, but it's okay. Today I was really proud of myself because this morning, I, I rarely let myself lay in my bed and scroll through TikTok. And I woke up at like 7 a.m. this morning for no reason. So I kind me of- Me too. Really? I think because Sarah and I went to an event last night yeah. and the food, the food was vegan. So <laughs> we just drank our dinner instead. We literally just had like 18 bottles of glasses of wine. So they kept bringing out wine. Every time I took a sip, then I was like, oh, here to refill it. And like, it was awful because like I had to have something in my hands or my mouth so that I A, didn't have to talk and B, didn't have to try the disgusting vegan food. So I just kept consuming the wine glasses. And then like, next thing we know, it was 10 down. I was like, Sarah, I'm tired and I want pizza. So we drove home. No, the one, I told you the thing I didn't like. It was the risotto. I liked everything else. Risotto? (laughs) Girl, if you don't say risotto. (laughs) No, it's, no. Girl, Sarah pronounces everything weird. She says like family and risotto, or what else do you say that's weird? Oh, like oh, oh you said it starts with an risotto. F. Bitch. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Every other person on this earth says risotto. Never right. This is so exciting. Risotto. Oh no, she literally said risotto because she's reading it phonetically. Oh, because she's reading it phonetically. Yeah, that's how phonetically. No, she said risotto. That's how it's pronounced. Wait, you said scenario. And I say promenade. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, let's see what the YouTube says. I want to rub in your face a little more. Let's see what they say. Watch me be humiliated. Okay, scenario, you're wrong about though. That okay. I will go to the grave Whatever, for. Whatever, dude. Risotto. Risotto. That's not what he, he said. Yes, you That's girl, not what he said. He, the man just goes risotto. You said risotto. <laughs> no, risotto. He, he said risotto. I'll play it again. Risotto. That does kind of sound like risotto the second time. Kinda, girl. Hey. It literally says risotto. Whatever. Siri's on my side. That's all that matters. Yeah, okay. Siri, my best friend. Yeah. Siri's <laughs> a simple. A series of assemblies of codes. Thank you. Maybe Siri will Ugh. do a podcast. There's nothing. Okay. <laughs> the only thing. The only thing better than being right is being think. The people think that they proved you wrong, you are and then not you right. still being right. You're not right. The Siri. You're not right though. There are several girl, ways to pronounce Italian. Several means girl. That girl. Okay. So anyway. You trust, okay. Stop. No. <laughs> you trust random 90 year old Italian grandpa and a random ass YouTube video over Siri he's from the, the origin of the language <laughs> Siri is a symbol of dots on a computer <laughs> yes I trust the old Italian <laughs> I also trust half anyway, of the world that wait. says risotto let's hear wait okay Risotto. that's a British person risotto. she's British that's, no, this is US risotto. wait this is UK risotto. this is US risotto. Again, Risotto. you're talking to a computer. <laughs> a she, series of codes. She has feelings. Don't. She has yeah, feelings. Yeah, I'm sure she does. Don't. Hey. There's a show about that called like her or something. And, like, yeah. The guy falls in love with Where the Siri. guy like had sex with an iPad or something. Yeah. See, they had that thought. Yeah. Did it need to be made? Yeah. No. No. And no one stopped them and that's heinous. It's so funny because sometimes I watch movies and I'm like, this had to have been an idea, a storyboard, a mood board, every board, and then it had to have gone to production. Somebody had to have gone to the preview and the opening, watched it, and have gone the premiere, and have gone yes. That's like that's the for one. he's all that. Multiple people saw that full movie before it was released and was like, yes, let's put that out into the world. How did none of them notice her not touching her phone when it came on, or like touching it and not coming on, handing out flyers that did not exist? <laughs> um, how awful the acting was, mm-hmm. and how awful the acting was. Like at no point did anyone say, hmm, 
Maybe we shouldn't release this. There's this one scene where she is like, first of all, there's two scenes. This one's the red favorite, where she's talking to the guy, her like the boy in the stables, and she laughs, and she laughs like a demon. Like she goes, maybe she's just quirky. Make that face before. That's number one. And then the second scene that I thought was really funny is when she is on the phone with Courtney Kardashian. <laughs> And that cringy ass line. Who's riding her bike? And Courtney's like, "You lost it." And then Addison goes in front of like a lot of people. I know. I was like, funny. Her and Courtney's friendship is very weird. That's a whole other episode, though. Why was Courtney in that movie? Why was also she was kind of she was a good actor. She was the best actress in that movie, and that's saying something. Yeah, she was just acting as herself. Yeah, what was she like a Texas Torres or something like Miley Torres, something weird like that? Yeah, she was an agent. She was Addison's character's agent. I need these people to realize that just (laughs) because you got famous on the internet does not mean that you a need a singing career or B, need to be an actor. You can go back to school. You can be quiet. There are so many options for you to do. Like Cameron Dallas, all those Vine stars, tried to do movies and they sucked. They tried song- singing, but they sucked. And I'm like, it's okay to realize that you can have different talents. Yeah. Like, go be a teacher. Go be a vet. Go do something. Like, just don't do that. I don't know. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. I feel like 
They need a no man in their life. Yeah. I, that would be my job so quickly. I'm being no man to tell you no. Don't do that, actually. I'm serious, no man. <laughs> you are my no man. But I need a no man because if not, you I walk around with your body suit so outside of your pants. Or I'll say something like risotto. Yes. No, <laughs> bruh. Scenario. I wish I got a video. <laughs> I wish I got a video of this girl wearing her bodysuit outside of her jeans talking about, I saw it on TikTok, it's a look. And in my head, I had three, three, three thoughts flash across my head. I was like, should I not say anything? Because it'll make things awkward. Should I not say anything? Because I shouldn't say anything? Or should I be a good friend deep down and just be like, girl, it ain't it, you know? And we took the latter route. And yeah. it's the first time I ever told you no. It was nice. And you know what? Sydney and I, in honor of saying no, Sydney and I always get, we only get, in three different kinds of fights. Number one, pronunciation. Yes. Not even, like, like, we've never actually fought. But we, okay, we fought once. But it was over well, men. It was over yeah, men. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. count. That's, we no, get into, stupid. like, discussions. Like, that's only... I just, think it's just funny because we both know it's not important. Yeah. But we get in, like... It's always the dumbest shit. But, yeah, no, it's like a playful kind of fight. Yeah, it's it, a playful it is playful. playful. argument, you know? We never got so, to this serious. No. So that's a good yeah. disclaimer. When I say we fight about three different things, I mean we playfully get in, like... An argument about three different things. It's a it's a tit for tat. We get in three different kinds. One pronunciation. Two Uno or any game, competitive game Bruh. you could ever imagine. Bruh. If you ever play Uno with Sarah, <laughs> if you ever play giant Uno with Sarah, just come up with a cup of patience because we're making up her own rules, her own rules. You <laughs> are straight. No, like because you know what? I read the book. You, let's talk yes. into this right now. Okay, yes, we're not going to talk about it. not going to talk about it, but <laughs> bro, she didn't make up rules as she goes. That's not true. And then we also get in a fight about, um, uh, so it was, it happened one time, but every, every time we bring it up, we get into the same fight again. And it's about frozen yogurt flavors. Because I think pistachio no, is no, no, a no, no, flavor. No, 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 no. This is what happened. This is what happened. But I also said carrots, it's, so I understand where it's donuts and it's frozen yogurt. Because yeah. we were playing this trivia game where we had to like list, and of course, as we were down to the bottom, because yeah. we were the only ones that were good at it. Yeah. And the first time we did it, it was donut flavors, and this bitch said pistachio, and I was like, "Have you ever had a pistachio donut at more than one place? No, because it's nasty." Two. The second round we played, we got to the final, and it was frozen yogurt flavors. And this little girl said fat free. Girl, fat free is a characteristic. It is not a flavor. Bro, we were in like a screen. It was like, it's a characteristic. You're like, it's a flavor. I was like, bro. We were getting into it because the whole discussion was like, if there is, if there's a like if there's just vanilla froyo, and then if there's a machine next to it that says fat-free froyo, I consider that a flavor. And Cindy, even though it's a separate machine, Cindy considers it a characteristic. Because the, the, the flavor is still vanilla. <laughs> it just has an added characteristic it like that makes it fat-free. You're telling me when you have fat-free frozen yogurt, you don't taste the fat-free? Well, I hate fat-free. That's free. under the assumption that I have fat-free frozen yogurt. Hell no. <laughs> if I'm getting frozen yogurt, I'm getting frozen yogurt. What's the point? I'm getting frozen yogurt with like peanut butter, chocolate, chocolate brownie chunks, and just yeah. 90 million no. No, I'd just be getting the regular kind. Oh. I feel like you're the kid that like goes to and gets like Reese's Pieces, gummy bears. Ah, da, da, da. I'm the kid. I'm that kid everywhere. Like I want everything and then I, I won't eat it. I'll eat like Yeah, you, know, you don't eat it. You bring it and you put it in the freezer that I took out two days ago. It's been in there for about a month. Or it's like I pre-pressure her. I'll be like, Sarah, let's go get pizza. She's like, yeah, I want pizza. Then we get there and she's like, I don't want any. And I'm like, how dare you? 
<laughs> so we didn't talk about jealousy at all. So back to jealousy. Okay, yeah. Um, we talked about jealousy, social media, media. kind of in relationships, but um, in terms of like being in a partnership, I feel like jealousy is somewhat natural because like just a human feeling but i think once it becomes an issue is when it starts to become like you comparing yourself to other people and affecting the way you love another person you know like if you can't walk outside down the street and like maybe you are valid in your feelings like if your man's doing things or your partner's doing things to make you feel uncomfortable like talking to other girls or like liking all these other girls pictures and dming them and like checking them out on the street like that's a whole other whole other mamma jamma but like if it's simply like overthinking it comes from a place of insecurity which i think mm-hmm. all jealousy does honestly we all have insecurities that's part of being human but it's coming it's mm-hmm. reconciling with those it's like a long process and it's a lot of like manifesting and like convincing yourself of things but like once you do start to do that it's easy as being like yeah i might not be 120 pounds i might not have gigantic size our boobs i might not have blue eyes but like that is okay like i will live you know someone will love me for the way i am and i love me for the way i am you know it's just like telling yourself that which sounds so stupid but like literally saying it out loud or saying it in your head to yourself repeatedly until you believe it it's powerful it's all about building up self-confidence and self-love as cheesy as it is it's like self-loving confidence (laughs) (laughs) it sounds really cheesy but it's also it's only cheesy in the fact where people say like oh just love yourself and then it'll be fine you know which is not a real thing yeah it's like how sometimes people when you're feeling sad it's like oh just be happy it's like wow like that's so groundbreaking thank you now i can i just can you know quit on my therapist it's great literally earlier i was like mom depressed she goes to me please be positive I'm not depressed. Okay. <laughs> I'm really depressed. I'm 100% depressed. Yes. <laughs> that, Thank you, Mother. Positive Thank statement, you. I guess. Um, but what people don't understand and what makes it cliche is that people don't understand that loving yourself is not done overnight and it's also not done by throwing on a face mask and making yourself a bubble bath and drinking bubble bath bubble bath bubble bath bubble bath and drinking a glass of wine it's over a long period of time it takes very very long especially if you do find yourself in a very vulnerable insecure place building up that self-love and confidence again takes forever but it's worth it Mm -hmm. and it's not linear it's a roller coaster ride you have ups and downs but you know once you can finally start to see progress it's just like working out and like if you're trying to lose weight for whatever reason it's just like that you know because some days you're gonna gain weight and then some days you're gonna lose weight and then some days you forget to diet or some days you just don't feel like it like it, it's gonna happen people are busy but really actively focusing on loving yourself really helps in terms of jealousy and comparing yourself to other people okay last thing jealousy with friends so I feel like it's hard because like it's so hard I feel like especially in the kind of culture we're in, it's like it's so hard to think positively for and about other people. Like Mm -hmm. when people see their friends getting jobs or like doing this, it's not like a congratulations. It's like a, well, she didn't deserve it. Or Or like, why aren't I doing that? Like, oh my God, you're getting paid more. Why? You're having, you know, you have this great life track ahead of you and I don't. And it's like people don't understand that like you have to separate yourself from it. Like it's okay to want to do better and like want to be inspired to do better it's okay to separate that then also be able to say congratulations i'm really proud of you you deserve it like someone else's success is not an indication of your failure oh my god put me in home goods 
I feel like that's so hard people to understand though obviously it's easier said than done because like jealousy again like I'm saying is natural but like being able to take someone else's beauty someone else's success someone else's fitness someone else's skills or whatever and realize that like the presence of theirs not the absence of yours is so freaking important because without it that's how you succumb to insecurities Hobby oh Lobby just so called. Good. Hobby Lobby they was like, girl, come make back. a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> they, you should, I wonder if that's a job that you can get, like a professional, or yeah, a professional inspirational They kill me though, they'd be like, a good husband is like wine. He's full body and supportive and red. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Hobby Lobby. There's uh, my friend and TikTok influencer, Audrey Trollinger, posted like uh, her trip to Hobby Lobby and she <laughs> go check it out if you can find it it's the funny I probably laughed for like five minutes straight I like even had to text her because I laughed so hard I was like I'm actually physically crying right now I'm wheezing and it she was like going around Hobby Lobby and finding the funniest inspirational quotes so it's just three straight minutes of really bad Hobby Lobby that's like when people do that at like their sister's houses always yeah. kills me because it'd be like life love coffee and football I'm just like okay I'm, I'm saying that as I'm looking at Sarah's uh little like plate thing in our kitchen that says I cook with wine and I even add it to the food I'm like but, um, that's a great line. everything you all the ones you have like that are about wine I know. or Halloween you my family me. and I are huge huge wine lovers we love wine like we're, we're those people who are like this is full bodied and dry with a hint of licorice and chocolate nodes. Like, we're weird. I right. Like we went to the wine store and they were like, What do you like in a wine? And Sarah's like, I want oaky, full bodied, the back of the throat. <laughs> and they looked at me and I was like, Uh, same. <laughs> I don't know. And she always like sniffs her wine when she gets it and like gargles it. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. I'm like, I just don't it. gargle it. I swish it around in my taste buds. And you hear it I and mean- then you smell it and you put it to the head to get good vibes. And then you choose yes. There's this video of Sydney kind of like imitating me doing that, and we're gonna put it in our feed. So take a look at that. I look like Abby from Chicken Little in that video. Can you make sure to put it in our feed? It's really funny. Yeah, I'm cut some people out of that video. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh yeah, that was in Vegas. We did that. The breakup. What a fun trip. But now it's tainted. It was fun and cute. It was my first. Okay, that's the funny thing though, because if it's gonna happen to Sydney, it's gonna happen in the most ironic way. It's going to be her first vacation and we get back and we're no longer in a relationship. So yeah, <laughs> that was really the experience. <laughs> hey, if you can laugh through the pain, it's okay. Yes. As long as you can find humor in it, everything yeah. will already, be okay. Already cried it all out. Yep. Yep. Silver Lining. Am I right? Silver Lining plays like it's an awful, awful movie. What? Is, Silver Lining? You mean the one with Jennifer Lawrence and Brad Pitt? Was it Brad Pitt? Brad, whatever. Bradley There's Cooper. so many Brads. Bradley Cooper. He lives in Pennsylvania. Ew. Hey. <laughs> like, like, I, said, I said that in front of your mom I was like ill to pee state and she was like what oh, I'm so sorry it's a joke <laughs> no it was funny it was funny we don't like the pee state either too much to be honest there's just too many peas in there it's also just well after living in like Monterey California and Puerto Rico and Belgium we just can't we like Pennsylvania is boring at least for me like I was so happy to come to New York and have it be buzzing again um buzzing. Buzzing. there's a song called buzzing it's really good Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, you can find us, as always, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeart. Yeah. 
Our social media is at Crying in Public Podcast for all Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok as well. We are hiring an intern soon. Our application period has closed. Has yeah, our application period is closed. So now we are moving on to Zoom interviews, and we're really excited. So we'll keep you guys posted on that. We'll introduce her when we pick her and we're so excited to find our honey our intern our bestie and also we are starting a book club which is really exciting we are gonna start focusing our mini episodes on this one book that Cindy and I just purchased it is called why men love bitches from doormat to dream girl a woman's guide to holding her own in a relationship by Sherry Argov it is six dollars if you get it online for hardback and it's ten dollars if you decide to get an ebook Cindy got it hardback I got an ebook and we're gonna read like the first three chapters for our mini so that's gonna be released this Saturday if you do not want to read if you choose to opt out of the reading option I totally get it I'm not a huge fan of reading myself so if you decide not to do it you can still listen to the episodes because she talks about in her book really life relating like it's stuff that everybody can relate to so still listen to the episodes you're not getting left out don't worry we're still going to like relate it to real life and you guys of course so talk to us on Instagram if you want to say hi give us a chat make a suggestion say that you got the book uh, joining our little journey here on self-discovery with <laughs> healing from men and trauma. Just kidding. But we love you guys forever. Bye. Cindy's in the bathroom right now. Cindy, scream bye. <laughs> hope you heard that. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.